ladies and gentlemen, welcome and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ball Is Not Life podcast. I'm your host, your co-host, and your favorite special guest, Ed Cotner Jr. And we're going to talk a lot about ball and just a little bit about life. Y'all know what time it is, baby. It's game time. Let's go. What's going on? What's good? What's cracking? What's popping? Hi, your mama Nim. Mama Nim. Mama Nim. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ball is Not Life podcast. I'm your host, Ed Cotner Jr. If this is your first time hearing this, you are about to experience someone so cold, man. What's going on, man? How y'all been? We live on Facebook as is the norm. Like I said, if this is your first time, man, welcome, 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 welcome again to the Ball is Not Life podcast. If you've been here before, you know what the deal is. We're recording this thing. Uh, live on Facebook. Ain't nobody watching right now, but we're going to talk anyway because I'm sure somebody going to join. So shout out to Mark Zuckerberg, um, making people be my friend. <laughs> so we're going to get right into this thing, man. Um, Bucks and six, baby. They got the job done last night. Shout out to my guy, Giannis. I say my guys if me and Giannis best friends, but that's how we do things around here. I'm on a first name basis with basically any name I mention because I'm Gumby, damn it. Uh Bucks winning in six, man. That 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 last that last game was wild. I don't know if if y'all watched it listening or if the people on Facebook Live watched it. Um, what up, KB? Uh shit was crazy last night. It was a fun game, kept me on the edge of my seat. Um, it really felt like that game was a blowout for a long time, up until Milwaukee finally put it away. It's like Phoenix just wouldn't go away, it's down two, three possessions, but it's pretty dope to watch Giannis put up 50. Uh, happy for my people up there in Milwaukee that I've known for a few years now. Um, Nick Memo is never going to let me let this down. I know he ain't, but, uh, you know, my guy was happy last night. I, I was. It's rare that I watch the finals, and I'm actually happy for the teams winning. And I think that's usually because the teams usually involve one of LeBron, Steph, KD, uh Kyrie, he kind of got the same names in the in the storylines the last few years. And so um I'm glad that it was Giannis, but I'm I like the way Giannis did it. I know Dame is trying to get there with Portland, well was trying to get there with Portland, and now it's like he's just ready to give up on that hope. My hope as a fan is that you know Dame doesn't just go join somebody else. I think it's real disgusting that every time a player is ready to leave, it's like, oh, he was going to the Lakers. What like wherever LeBron is, that's where that player is going. And that's personally why I respect what Giannis did that much more last night. And not not just the fact that Giannis, you know, stayed with his team, stayed in a quote-unquote small market. We're going to dip into that pool later. But the fact that, you know, he really carried the team. Like Giannis didn't just stay with the team and then just kind of lean on everybody else to get the buckets, right? Like my man went nuts. He went nuts in the last, what, last three games, I guess, or something like that. He had consecutive 40-point games. You know what I'm saying? 50 points last night. He had the block. He had the the the, uh, the alley-oop at the end of the steal. Like, Giannis really – I don't know. I, I think I said it on the last episode because it's been so long since I recorded. 
since I recorded, excuse me, I saw Larry pop in here, and I hope he's somewhere not swinging at the first pitch. <laughs> As the comment pops up, what's good, bro? Um, Oh, man, I forgot what I was saying. Shit, something about, oh, Giannis, Giannis got buckets. Giannis got buckets, and that's the great thing about the NBA playoffs. It's like if you're a real basketball fan, then you always kind of – the best thing about the NBA playoffs is you always have a guy – who makes his ascent, right? Like the playoffs are the time where you you take the next step. And so, you know, early on in the playoffs, it was Trey Young. You know, Trey really stole any real fan. Trey stole your heart, man. Like literally, Trey was ripping out hearts in New York, ripping out hearts in Philly. You know, they finally ran into the bus all, but Trey was just ripping hearts out. And even in that conference final series, like, they did not – he didn't go down without a fight. And so watching Giannis finally make his – take that last step to get there, man, was just dope. It was dope to watch him do it at home. Um, I really felt – I was I was genuinely happy last night. So I, I was happy for Phoenix and the run that they made. Um, one of my favorite finals – I've said this. This is one of my play, favorite playoffs that, that I've watched in a while. Um, even without the Pacers in it, I know people always ask me, what about the Pacers or Pacers? And I'm like, man, honestly, I'm glad the Pacers didn't make the playoffs. I'm glad that I got to enjoy basketball uh, without sweating my team getting swept. And I have no problem saying that because I'm a fan and, and I'm also a basketball fan. And so it was it was fun to watch. Um, the finals was a fun series. Phoenix went up 2-0. And in the Bucks, man, they just started punching. Which which is crazy. It's crazy to think about because we've always we said for so long that Giannis, well, some of y'all, Giannis don't have a bag or Giannis ain't this and Giannis ain't that. It's time to fire Coach Bud. Budenholzer was damn near the Pacers coach, like at the at the end of the first round of the playoffs. It was a damn sure thing that Budenholzer was on his way to Indianapolis to coach Pacers, and here he is raising a trophy at the end of the whole thing. There is no asterisk. There is no question about, you know, um, did Giannis deserve it or are they the real champions? Ain't no bubble. Hey, listen, sports, when you when you crown a champion in sports, which is why I think college basketball needs to expand to eight teams, not 12. 12 is too many. Go to eight. But when you when you have a playoffs, especially when you have a series, the best team usually finds a way to win, be it through injuries, be it you know, through fatigue, everybody's tired at this point. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's going through something right now. Everybody's battled through the bubble. Everybody's been through COVID. They're all fighting the same battle. These last 16 teams have all been in the same boat. They all know what's at stake. Usually when you have a series, the best team wins. Now, if in a perfect world, if everybody's completely healthy, I don't know who would have won. And quite frankly, I don't give a shit. Because in every sport, at every level, if I go coach a third-grade basketball team and one of my guys gets hurt in some way, shape, or form, say he went to a skate park for a birthday party and got hurt, my team still has to play with or without him. That's part of it. Injuries are part of every sport. Road bumps and speed bumps are part of every sport. A champion is a champion. Ain't no two ways around that shit. So we're not about to sit here and talk about what Phoenix did or didn't do, what, you know, KD would have done, could have. 
everybody had the same opportunity. All the guys that got hurt had the same opportunity. Injuries happened. Things happened. Vacations. COVID happened. You know it. It's a war of attrition at the end of the day. And I know this shit is, is hacked around on them other talk shows. I really don't watch that stuff. So if you listen to men and I, then I appreciate it at the end of the day, I appreciate it. Cause I don't really watch that stuff. Um, it's a world of attrition and you, it's, it's, you got to survive. So, uh, you know, like I said, Giannis putting up 50 man, 14 boards, five blocks. I don't give a damn about a bag, a suitcase. I don't, I don't know. You can call it what you want. Whether he's a basketball player or a hooper, that was kind of circling around on uh on Twitter last couple. Who? Shut up. Shut up. A win is a win is a win. Larry, if you still here, you know we we beat, we won a tournament. Is it less of a win because maybe Spillman's team wasn't there? Or because some some maybe a team that might have been better than us wasn't there? Fuck no. We showed up, we played what's in front of us, and we we did what we had to do. Nobody's going to sit there, well, we can't take a picture with the banner because these seven teams weren't there. It's not our fault. We showed up to play. We played. We won. You beat the team that's put in front of you. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, Emily. I didn't mean to yell at you. <laughs> uh, shoot. But, man, you know, you, you, you play what's in front of you, whether they have injuries or not. You know, this ain't the video game. We're not turning sliders up and down. We just – you eat off the plate that, that you served. So, uh, Mark, man, my ankle is good, bro. My groin actually is worse than my ankle. That foot injury um, is an old injury. That's from the Achilles. Mark, you probably – you know. You, you've been there. Um, so, I don't know. I go back for a follow-up actually next week, breaking news. I got to go see my doctor next week. And we'll, uh, like, just a few days before Nashville at that. So I go see my doctor, and we'll come up with a with a plan of action. I don't know if I'm going to need surgery. I don't – I can't worry about it. So, um, yeah, man, like I said, you, you play the teams in front of you. Giannis played the team in front of him, and he whooped their ass. It'd be different if Giannis came out and did the whole home numbers. Now nah, my man went to work. And I don't think – I don't know that anybody would have stopped. I don't know that there's a team that would have stopped that. Middleton cashed out – People like Bobby Portis, man, you – listen, I'm not about to sit here and preach at y'all. I'm not going to do this today. I'm going to keep my composure. Emily already said don't yell, so I, I'm, I'm going to chill out. At the end of the day, the Milwaukee Bucks for the 2020-2021 for the NBA season are the NBA champions. Best team in the league. They survived. They stayed healthy. All of that good stuff. They didn't have players talking to them at the free throw line while they was about to shoot a free throw, telling them how to shoot, how to bend their knees. <laughs> Larry, man, we got to chill, bro. Inside softball jokes, man. Inside softball jokes. Shout out to Kev Powell. <laughs> Don't, it, to my softball people, if y'all here, if y'all listen to this later, do not talk to your teammates while they're in the box telling them what you want. Do it while they're in the dugout. Do it while they're in the own deck circle. Once that man or woman steps into the batter's box, don't yell at them and tell them <laughs> how to hit a ball and where to hit it. Okay? Just pro tip. Uh, so there's that, man. NBA's done. Normally I'm sad because the NBA ends in June and we have a lull. 
and I'm a sports talk radio locally guy. I don't like the national stuff on TV, but I listen locally sometimes. And I get so tired of hearing about offensive linemen in football every damn day. Every day, it just like offensive line is going to do this. So what if we put this guy here? Well, we, he should block to the left. He should block. Training camp's next week. NBA draft is next week. Olympics this weekend? If they can stay healthy, they got a whole lot of shit going on over there. China talking about dropping a nuke on Japan. Japan can't avoid the COVID. The font on one of the logos is absolutely horrific. There's a lot happening in Japan right now. Uh, Sweden or somebody sent too many swimmers, and so they had to send six people home. Got an Olympic, a U.S. gymnast in quarantine, I believe. A couple of NBA guys had to go into the um, into into the COVID protocol. It's a lot of shit going on in Japan, but we don't have a lull in sports. Shout out to baseball; it just sucks. I'm not even going hey, to go Reds all day every day, but baseball is is. I pick that shit up like I pick up hockey. When the season's almost over, I'm there, baby. Um, but yeah, like just just to kind of put a bow on the NBA. Like I saw a video earlier that I I think I retweeted on Twitter, and uh, yeah, man, like it just was a great season. Watching Ja come up a little bit, make a move. Like I said, watching Trey kind of stake his claim. Watching Devin Booker continue. I got to touch on that real quick. I don't think Phoenix is gonna get back to the to the finals next year. But they need something. I don't know what it is. Devin Booker and the Suns made a run last year in a bubble and won eight or nine straight games and barely missed the playoffs. They made that same run again this year and this time made it to the NBA Finals. I saw something briefly that was above Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith, and it said the fall of Chris Paul. And I think that's a load of bullshit. It's so unfair. And I get tired of seeing people who have never clearly Never played sports on and maybe they have played sports. I think Stephen A lies and says he played like third grade uh peewee basketball, right? Bruh, at sports is one of few things in life that transcends. I say it all the time. It transcends all age groups, all skill levels, talent levels, whether you in the NBA or you in your sixth grade A, you you know, black expo blue team. It doesn't matter, bro. When you play these games, like getting a championship is never easy. It's ne- I don't we again, we won a softball tournament. It was two. It was two of us in our division. So we went round robin. We beat the team that we had to beat in our division. We played two upper teams and got smoked as we should have. And then we had to play that same team again, even with just two teams. It is hard to beat a team twice. That is tough. Go to any rec center, any gym. It is tough to beat a team two times in a row. Emotions change. The energy changes. Your play calling changes. You realize who's hot, who's cold. Think, man, it is tough. So to sit there and say the fall of Chris Paul is if this man didn't just bust his ass after a 15-year career to finally make the finals and then lose and y'all say the fall of does it damage his legacy. Stop that bullshit. Please stop. If y'all sports fans, man, come talk to me. Because at least I can tell you when I'm wrong. I can tell you I'm not a guru and we can have a real fucking conversation. As you can tell, I'm cussing. So I'm a little emotional about this shit. 
I get tired of beating up on these dudes, man. They work their whole damn lives to get to finals and playoffs and to even get the opportunity to compete for that, to be at that level, to get a chance to compete. And then you get these assholes who suck at everything, who get on TV and sit there and say, well, is his legacy damaged? What? That's it. That's my answer. Some idiot this morning. Oh, here y'all go talking about Jeff Teague from that town. Why do y'all like to hate, man? Why? How's it so easy for y'all to wake up or like bef- the last thing you do before you go to bed is hate on somebody. The first thing you do when you wake up is watch people on that there 50-inch, 55-inch curved TV. And y'all just watch people hate on people. Oh, he's sad. He's not enough. It's not enough. He's not this. He's not that. Y'all need help. Seek help. If that's the shit y'all like, I don't, I don't care. Seek help. Because you're miserable. And it's pathetic. So, I don't know, man. I, that, I'm that i going to quit ranting because that is a little frustrating. But, as you can tell, it's just ignorant, bro, to sit there and watch him talk about, you know, Chris Paul's legacy because he lost one fucking final series. Rachel Nichols asked him, so how does it feel? Bitch, I just lost. What you mean, how does it feel? He, I, what would have been nice when she, when Rachel Nichols asked Chris Paul how he felt after losing the series, Chris Paul should have told her it feels probably about as bad as it felt when you lost your finals gig to Malika Andrews. That would have been a beautiful response. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, I wish he had just flamed her ass. I feel the way you felt when you saw that you wasn't working the finals and Malik Andrews took your job. You nasty bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Basketball is over. It's all well and done. I'm happy the Bucks won. We're not going to sit here and beat the dead horse because that horse is officially dead. Draft is next week. Like I said, Olympics. <laughs> yeah, Mark. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Then he would have been wrong, right? Oh, he shouldn't have said that. That's a sexist remark and blah, blah, blah. Bruh. Just, just, how do you feel? I don't know, bitch. I just lost, like, the opportunity that I've been fighting for 15 years, and I don't know if I'm going to get back here. You tell me. Um, But like I said, finals role in the training camp in the Olympics. For those of you on Facebook Live, I'm reading my notes because I want to keep this shit going, Okay. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Like I said, I'm 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 good to maybe the Pacers will step up. Notice how I didn't talk about the Pacers, Corey. There's a reason. And and since you said it, I will. First of all, in random non-Pacers but Pacers news, Victor Oladipo changes his agent. I don't know what that's gonna mean, but um, I I don't like comparing it to the Pacers at the end of every season for one because it's just heartbreaking. Because we're just not there. Two, I did a little bit of, and I say a little bit of research because it's very easy to find. Outside of, um, outside of maybe the Raptors, because it depends on how you classify Kawhi. Outside of maybe the Raptors, potentially the Mavericks with Dirk. And there was one other team that was in there somewhere. Every team in the dating back to when. The Pistons won. Oh, the the Pistons won in the early 2000s. So the Pistons and then the Mavericks 
and potentially the Raptors, depending on what you think about Kawhi. Every team dating back to damn near, and this is just where I stopped, those bad boys Pistons teams, they all have some form of what people like to call generational talent. The bad boys had Isaiah. They had Dumars. They had a young, a young springy Dennis Rodman. You had Bill Lambeer. You go from there to the hell. You could even go back to the to the Trailblazers with Clyde Drexler, Terry Porter, uh, Kevin Duckworth. Right? Um, I don't think they ever won one, but you know, still like the Lakers. Right? Then you move up to Jordans and the the, the Jordan Bulls and the two year gap. You had Olajuwon, Kenny Smith, Mario Ellie, uh, Big Shot Bob was early in his career. Right? So then you move back to the Jordan Bulls and you move up and the the Pistons kind of stole one in there. That you throw the Lakers in there, you throw the Spurs in there with with Timmy and Manu and and Tony Parker and Sean Elliott, David Robinson, like the Lakers obviously with Kobe and Shaq, and then and then you know the Spurs kind of stayed there. Then the Lakers again with Kobe and Powell. You throw the Heat in there with with the Heat took one with Shaq in a, a very young, springy, bouncy way, right? Then you throw the Heat back. In case you haven't figured out. If you want me to keep going, I can. Just put it in the comments. But in case you haven't figured it out, you have got to have some form of generational talent, some form of Hall of Fame talent on your team. Not only that, you have to convince them to stay. That is the importance of front office management. Because when I thought about that, as people were bitching and griping on Twitter about, oh, I can't wait for the Pacers to feel this way. I'm done doing that. I'm done doing that. And I can't wait for the Pacers. I can't wait for that feeling. I can't wait for the day, that night. I, I don't know if I'll be there. I cannot wait. In the, but, but in the meantime, you had a Paul George. You had a Victor Oladipo. You can say what you want about those guys because as fans, your, your feelings are hurt. They're ballers. Ballers. And when when you couldn't keep Paul George happy at the beginning of his ascent. You don't deserve a championship. Giannis wasn't a lottery pick. The only lottery pick on the on this this Bucks roster was Brooke Lopez. That's a team full of vets. They front office made the moves. They locked in their big three. They went and got Drew Holiday and then locked him in because they understood what they need. I told y'all before they needed a Malcolm Brogdon type, and I told y'all when they made it that when they made that trade. That's where they realize we need a big point guard that's going to get us a bucket and play some defense. I'm not in any way, shape, or form comparing Drew Holiday to Malcolm Brogdon. Forgive me if it came off that way. But like Larry just said in the comments, you got to pay for it. Championships cost money. Period. They cost money. One of my favorite things about this series, and I, again, I do a lot of tweeting. I don't say a lot of this on Facebook, but... Between the Suns and the Bucks, these fan bases genuinely enjoyed the run because they were bad for so long. So people like Melissa, um, who y'all don't know, is just a random name of y'all, but I, I've been friends with Melissa now for a few years and her family and her husband and, and watched you know her kids grow up through Facebook and met them and so on and so forth. Those are people who've watched, who remember Bucks and Six when Brandon Jennings first said it, right? Who remember Ursan and all them bad teams, Larry Sanders and his antics and all that shit. They made moves, but then they made championship caliber moves when it was time. Giannis committed to the team. The team committed to him. 
Paul George never really committed to the Pacers, but Larry Bird never, especially coming off that injury, there's no question Larry Bird should – why? Why would you not do whatever it takes to commit to your best player? The Your best player, a top – at the time, top 12 to 15, top 12 to 17 player in the league on the way up. Why would you not commit to that? So for me personally, Corey, if you're still here to answer your question, man, like I don't, I don't, the Pacers won't do it. They got Rick Carlisle. Cool. What are you going to do? They constantly want to run it back, run it back. We had a good team run it back. You have to go get a guy. And when you get that guy, you got to convince that guy that this is the promised land. Have any of y'all ever been to Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Because that, my friends, is not the promised land in this country. Shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to the Cheeseheads. Cool little city. I'm actually excited to go back. I was talking to Charles last night. I'm excited to go back, see the new arena, see the stuff around the new arena. The Bradley Center, which was the building that they played in when Giannis was drafted, was a dump. Absolute dump. That building was horrible. In no particular order, the Bradley Center, Oracle Arena, and and, uh, the Palace at Albert Hills. Horrible buildings. There's a reason they're gone. You got to convince players that your city is the city. You got to get a guy that understands that. Ron, you you do commit to Robin. You do commit. Just like Milwaukee committed to Chris Middleton and Giannis. It wasn't just Giannis. You commit to the people that committed to a Bobby Portis. You commit to guys that want to be there. Where are they at without a without a Dante DiVincenzo, even though he got hurt? Where are they at without Pat Connaughton and his wild-ass heat check threes? Where are you at without Brooke Lopez expanding his game under Bud and starting to shoot the threes and, and getting out of the traditional center role? You don't ex- – you, so you, you, you can't keep playing the Batman and Robin game. You commit to guys that want to be with you. I'm going to argue, bro. You don't just – no, you can't find Batman first. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. You find the guys that you can keep. You find the guys that work with your franchise. Paul George was right for leaving this franchise. I, I To this day, I, and I'm not even going to stay there long. I'm not – he did the right thing. He did the right thing in the wrong way. Paul George was absolutely within his right, and he did the right thing by leaving this franchise, by leaving the city. Paul George don't make no decisions around here. Bitch, you have a high-caliber player who we watched dunk on Birdman. We watched him get to two straight conference finals. He starts to make his ascent, and that's what you say to the man? So then you get a Victor Oladipo who how, how they never figured out that Vic didn't want to fucking be here. I don't know. That was obvious for a long time. But you can't keep him happy. So, you know, I know that's a long rant again because that's what I do. That's why I have a podcast. But, um, I man, I, I just think, you know, you got to pay the money. But you also have to get talent. You got to have generational talent. And we're just not going to draft that. We're going to draft like Corey Crispert or something like that. We we like to draft um, TJ Leaf instead of John Collins. Go do your Googles. That shit's free still 
to this day, somehow Google is free. Go go do your Googles and 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 think about why I would be upset about TJ Leaf over John Collins. We draft guys like Tyler Hansbro. Okay. We draft the Aaron Holidays. I, I don't know what we're gonna do with him. But man, we you know, we got some issues here. And the 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 Pacers, the city of Indianapolis is never we don't want championships here. The city of Indianapolis is ha- is is excited with being a tough out. We're enamored with being close. We like being close. Oh God, go go! I knew there was one I was forgetting, Charles. I hate you for that. <laughs> but this city is enamored with, as Kevin Pritchard always says, being a tough out. This city does not enjoy winning. This city wants good effort. They want nice guys. The city loves Jeff Foster and Troy Murphy. The city loves. Mike Dunleavy and Pages or not Pages, um, Sarunas. We love those guys. The city doesn't value Ron Artest enough. The city doesn't value PG and Victor Oladipo. Because while we sit back and talk about those guys, those guys will go in. They'll find a way to win. Somebody will sign them and they will win basketball games. So, I don't know. Um, hold on. Come here, Buck. Beast mode's in the building. Y'all see my baby? Hey, bug. You come up for a second. Oh, there she is. Hello. They can hear you. How was your day today? Great. You don't have to lean up to the microphone. They can hear you just fine. You have a good day? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have fun? Uh-huh. Did you play nice and make good choices? Yes. All right. That's my girl. Tyson O'Malley wasn't there. Okay. You don't have to talk funny, Jared. I'll come see you in a minute, okay? I'll let you know when I'm done. Gotta say hello to the princess. Parker said hi. Oh, she's gone. Oh, look, now everybody, now everybody wanna start talking. Hi, Jaren. Hi, Jaren. That's why she left. I knew y'all would do that. Y'all supposed to be here for me. Where the love for me. But uh, I don't know. I'm not, you know, the, the pacers are the pacers, and they they they're going to do what they're going to do, which is lose. Play close games, play tough, and lose. Um, so real quick, man, like. Cause I ain't been doing this thing. Right. And so y'all know, if you listen, I hope y'all know I'm in school. I'm a student all over again and it is kicking my ass. School is tough. It's an accelerated program. You cram in a semester's worth of work in the five weeks. I just started my second class last week. It's a um, human resources management class and I feel the way about it, but I'm not going to rant too much. That's why I ain't been here. So I'm working on putting together a schedule to where I still record and keep up with my schoolwork. I got Nashville coming up for softball spiders tournaments in exactly. I leave in exactly two weeks in exactly 14 days at 5:53 p.m. I should be on Broadway in downtown Nashville turning up with Larry and Buck and I'm guessing Brittany and probably Brooke and whoever else is there. It's going down. I'm excited. I need it. I'm ready for the break. Um, So that's what's going on with me, man. I'm sorry I ain't been doing this. I know some of y'all ask, like, well, I'm not recording or, like, where's the podcast? You want to talk some sports? I appreciate it. But for those of you who are still here watching, you can always, always, always go find me on Spotify. It is there. You can go find me on Apple Podcasts. Just type in ball is – look, somebody just left. Somebody just left. See how messed up that is? How y'all leaving? That's what I be talking about. Support is free. Just go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, press play. 
my small person's about to start school in two weeks. Uh, she finally going to preschool, and I'm nervous as I'll get out. I'm not going to rant about that too long. Just pray for us because, <sighs> man, please. It's, it's some decisions, right? And letters have to be sent about her care and treatment plan and what she needs. So I'm excited, but y'all know I love my daughter. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous because it's me letting her go to people I don't know. I'm trusting these people to not only care for my baby's mind and her education and her social skills, but her health. And we've been blessed to have some in-home daycares with people we know and trust for the first five years, years of her life. And so now we are trusting these nurses and teachers to take care of her the way they would their own. And that is very nerve wracking. I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I'm excited, but I'm scared. I'm nervous. Are you excited for school to start? Yes. Yeah. You're to make some new friends and learn some things. Yeah. I'm not going to linger too long, man. I hope y'all doing well. I hope y'all taking care of yourselves. Hope you're taking care of your minds. Take care of your bodies, your hearts, your souls, your energy. Protect it. Keep good people around you. I know everybody kids about to start school, so shout out to y'all. That's what's going on, y'all. Like I said, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I appreciate the six of y'all that hung around this long. As always, man, I'm grateful. I, I, I always say I don't do this for views and strength. I, man, I just want to talk my shit. That's it. Happy birthday, Chuck. I know I sent you, I said it, but happy birthday happy to my guy, Chuck. It's Charles's birthday, baby. All right. So that's all I got. I'm going to open these Dunkaroos from my daughter. Can I have one? Yes. Sweet. Thank you. Welcome. Now I'm going to catch up with y'all hopefully in two weeks, man. I'm going to try to keep my school. Nope. Won't be two weeks. I'll be in Nashville. Y'all have a good day. Have a good evening. Have a good week. I love y'all. I thank y'all. As always, I'm beyond grateful for the seven people, 70 people. It's always available on Apple Podcasts. Please share. Tell your friends about it. I just want to talk shit and have some fun. Do all of that. All right? So, thank y'all. And until next time, bye!